0: Here we go. go. (laughs) We're we're here, and it's it's October. It's our October episode. Uh, (laughs) Didn't we do it at the beginning of October? No, we haven't done. Are you sure, honey? Remember, October, November, December were single episode months.
1: Well, if it rhymed, I would know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> October, November, December were single episodes to remember
1: Remember, remember October, November, December uh,
0: Single, single episodes. Episode months, months. In our that ti- sucked In our titration in our tit- our titrate,
1: We're titrating In
0: our titration Which we still We haven't discussed season three Or if it's going to happen Or what's We don't know
1: No, well, the thing is We have the same discussion about it every time Which ends with we don't know
0: Yes, but we should... It's good that we are having it on mic so that people know that we still don't know.
1: So they can hold our feet to the fire.
0: (laughs) About not knowing? Yeah. Anyway, I got my week in water.
1: Oh, guess what? Uh, What? I'm Paul F. Tompkins.
0: Oh, I forgot that part. See how long (laughs) it's been? I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress.
1: We are a married couple living in Los Angeles.
0: And this is our after dinner bullshit conversation that we just record and make you sit through.
1: That's right. And let me tell you, folks, we had a, a, it was a challenging week. We're toast. We're tired. It was a lot of things that had to get done. We got our boosters, our uh, COVID boosters. Yeah.
0: Go get them if you, get them if you got them. Get them if you want them. If you want them. <laughs> and you
1: should want them.
0: <laughs> they're out there and
1: I, they're ready
0: to roll. You had bad, sorry, I'm so sorry. Are oh you Okay. God.
1: You need okay. a little
0: something something? No. no Do you no, need a I'm different fine. kind of booster? <laughs>
1: Are you saying it's snowing in the bathroom?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Should we take a break? Hey everybody,
1: we're segueing into being a cocaine podcast. Uh,
0: <laughs> it used to be an after dinner podcast and now it's a pre all night podcast. That's
1: right. We're going to be doing <clears throat> fat rails.
0: Um so yeah, boosters. Oh wait, just a little business though, because I don't want to forget.
1: Hmm.
0: We did launch on our last episode some new merch at Kinship Goods. Good. The- <laughs> And uh, there are still a few, just a handful of each size of the Piggly Wiggly Dracula sweatshirt. <laughs> that's so, a limited edition man, sweatshirt. You
1: got it. If you haven't seen it, take a look at that sweatshirt. It's really funny. <laughs> it's
0: a then, great Halloween sweatshirt. It's so good. And then also um, the Weekend Water Lowball glasses sold out right away. But we are here to tell you that they will be back in stock mid-November, just in time for your. Christmas or holiday or whatever business ended, end, end of the you, year, end of the year.
1: If you're local, go in there and get them.
0: Oh, by the way, cause I run into my neighbors all the time. So I ran into Julie the other day and she said,
1: Julie, the fifth character of the
0: podcast, <laughs> we should have some stay F napkins. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good idea. Like, it could be like I said, a four, like one is like a cuckoo, one is like, a Paul face, one's like a Janie face, and then one's like a y'all or like a. Are these something. cloth or paper? That's a good question. Well, cloth is better for the environment. True. And would they be dinner napkins or a cocktail napkin? I feel like a cocktail, a set of like a square cocktail
1: fun cloth cocktail napkins. Could yeah, be good
0: could be good. Stay F napkins. <laughs> that was Julie's idea, by the way. She went to business school. Yeah.
1: She's, so, always got, she's always got ideas. She's always taking ideas. And and we should be taking a nap on them.
0: Oh, like the... Like the on little the,
1: drawing is like us... It's like taking you taking a nap, nap, you taking a nap, the cuckoo taking a nap. I the need to be taking, taking a nap.
0: Oh, Piggly. Well, I need to be taking a nap because I'm fried. My, he, my brain is fried. Here's
1: what I was going to say. You had uh, side effects from the booster. That,
0: I didn't have side effects from my first Pfizer round. But I did, you did... for the second one. No, I was just fatigued. I didn't yeah. have... I mean, I think I had a slight headache, but I didn't... This one I had um, chills and the sheets hurt my body. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like so many keys are sticking to her. <laughs> and I don't know, who do we talk to about that?
0: Well, it's actually convenient because then you don't lose your keys. That's
1: very true. But also you find everybody else's. Mm. I... Did not have any like symptom-like side effects. I was just tired. You had
0: fatigue.
1: I was really tired. You
0: like never You never have the same reaction that I do to anything. I have a pretty strong anything. constitution. It's true. Anything. It's the true. one time, I think we both got that food poisoning. 9-11. Poison. <laughs> I was like, mm, I get
1: that it's a big deal.
0: <laughs> Finally... Uh... <laughs> It took a lot of convincing. What were you, what a, were you just say? that we had the food poisoning in January, mm-hmm. and you had some of it, which yeah. was unusual because usually we eat the same thing, and I'm the only one that gets sick from it.
1: Do you remember when we that both got con- the norovirus at Christmas?
0: Oh, that's true, but and it yours did. was much worse. Yeah, I've never. You've only puked that one time from drunk history. That's the only time I've been or seen you puke.
1: That's true. That's the only time you've seen me.
0: Are you are you hiding it? Are you like, <laughs> look, I go out in the backyard. <laughs> I dig a hole. Yeah. Not me, man. How many times do you think you've seen me puke? Oh, not that many.
1: You haven't, th- I don't think you throw up in a long
0: time. I used to a lot when we first started dating. I did a lot. Then you sat me down and had a talk with me. What? <laughs> Is that true? You said that you don't remember this? No. You were like, I don't, I, you you need to stop drinking on an empty stomach <laughs> You told me that And I was like I'm like I was like pretty broke at the time And I was running with all of y'all that had like jobs and stuff <laughs> And it would be like I'd show up for the drinks hangout And well,
1: now I'm the villain of the story <laughs> Me and my mansion telling you to eat food <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty broke. It was either food or drinks.
0: <laughs> it was like I don't know. But you
1: did that even after we were together. That was a that was a move for you for a, a long time. <laughs> it was a move. I would watch like, it happen. I
0: was like
1: it <laughs> be like uh oh.
0: <laughs> I was like it, young younger, so I didn't know hmm. what I was doing so much. Exactly. Also speaking of nine eleven I was still 9-11. I was still in my PTSD. How, how
1: far back are we going now?
0: Like 2006. Okay. Okay. Maybe 2005. I can't remember if you had that talk with me before or after, like if it was one of our fake dating times.
1: I, no, it would have been when we were committed to each other.
0: Oh, that's a committed conversation. It is interesting, interesting.
1: It's not my place to tell you you know if we're not together.
0: What's the most awkward conversation you've ever had to Oh have my outside? God <laughs> <laughs> What a
1: question I feel like i I
0: talked I, about this. Did we talk about this on Busy's podcast? Well, some of that podcast got cut out, if you recall. Because yeah, we were, but I don't remember we were talking about. Got cut
1: out. Yes,
0: some things. Yeah, but it wasn't. It
1: would not have been in that section.
0: Um, what? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Have you ever? Have you ever taken part in, like, an intervention?
1: No. No, I had a friend who, uh, was sober when he was younger, and then. Uh, he had been sober into adulthood and then decided he could start drinking again. Mm. And it was the beginning of a terrible downward slide for him. And I've been hearing things about him, you know, that he, his girlfriend broke up with him and he, he like <gasps> had this shabby apartment.
0: Was I, I was going to say someone that he, he used to be a neighbor of years. No, I no. know. Okay, never mind.
1: I'm curious as to who that is, but I'll ask later. Um, And we went out one night, you know, because I wanted to, like, see – how, like, check in on him. Uh Uh-huh. Not, like, an intervention, but just to see, like, how he's doing. And um, he – we, like, hung out for a while. It was a little awkward because, for me, I had this thing that I wanted to talk to him about. And it was very difficult to, like – get into it.
0: Wait, that was know? not about his, per, uh, his drinking.
1: Yes. I like, I wanted to address that, but I didn't know how to get into it, Uh huh. you know? And so we, we were like together for like a half hour or something like that. And then I, I just like asked him, how are you doing with drinking? You know, how has it been? Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, he's, he was a little taken aback and, and not in a, in a, Uh, angry way, but he was like, Oh, well, you know, it's like, uh, it's okay. I mean, you know, I think it's okay. Mm. And I said, do you, do you see it becoming a problem? And he was quiet. And then like Mm. a tear rolled down his cheek and he said, yeah, sometimes. And then we didn't talk about it anymore. He like changed the subject and then, you know, that was it. And I was like, oh man, that's bad. Yeah. And we were not that close anymore at that point. And I didn't know what to do, you know?
0: Well, I mean, I guess a lot of times when someone is experiencing like a hard time like that, all you can really do is kind of express interest in how they're doing and say that you are... Open and available to like more meaningful yeah conversations about what's going on, yeah you know mm-hmm. I mean it's al it's always so hard to know because sometimes like if someone's really close to you like then and they and they've been kind of like not. I don't know. Like it depends on your relationship to the person. Yeah. For sure. Like sometimes like there like if you're really like super close with someone, mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes like you can't almost say anything. Because what if you're that close, like if you say the thing, it's not meaningful. Does that make sense? Like I have a situation in my mm-hmm. you know, my my situation. Yeah. If I were to like approach
1: Oh, it's not meaningful, meaningful to the other person. To the like other they person, won't, they will just disregard it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's why interventions happen is that it's getting a bunch of people together to say you can't you can't dismiss all of this. Right. We're all saying we've noticed the same thing, and it's right. Like you can't be
0: like, oh, you you know, you're you're this is none of your business, or like things that have been said to me before. This yeah. is none of your business, or this is just like. This is private, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, if like ten people said stuff, then it's not so private. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but
1: and it's not just an opinion. It's like right. there's a consensus here that this is a problem.
0: Right, right, yeah. I don't know. I I didn't mean to bring up the whole drinking. I just meant like awkward conversations, like in general. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like sometimes when I'm out in the world and i'm interacting with the public mm-hmm. you know um i have a hard time like speaking up do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if i'm doing something like i don't know a good example i don't know a good example uh
1: i mean i'm going to need that
0: example it's not, <laughs> like i don't know like and if i'm on if i'm on an airplane or something mm-hmm. you know and the person next to me takes their shoes and socks off and st- sticks their foot <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like one time I was in a middle seat. I was traveling alone and I had a middle seat and I was flanked by two like middle-aged white dudes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they were like man like mm-hmm. the fucking cows coming home. I mean... Like the laptop was like in my thigh, mm-hmm. yeah, and like I even like took a little like quick uh surreptitious picture to send my girlfriends to be like, what's happening? like yeah. wh- I'm now married to this stranger, <laughs> like <laughs> I've been more intimate with this man than my husband, you know, <laughs> I don't like that. and I just like I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. in that situation.
1: Yeah. I think that's hard. I have a hard time with that too. Like I told you when I went to get my booster, uh-huh. there was this, uh, this is like a classic drugstore character, right? It's like mm-hmm. this old guy with like the long <laughs> stringy white hair. Um
0: Oh, this is reminding me of a comedy you know, Round bit. Yeah, glasses
1: yeah, and like remember, weird Velcro shoes. Remember and stuff. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It was the Paul bit. And he was like, Standing behind me in line, like we did in the old days, but we don't do that anymore. But
0: they had those little dots on the floor, the Walgreens that he tell you where to... No
1: dots. He was right behind me.
0: Come on, man.
1: And I would, so I kept moving up, and he would move up with me. It's like, no, you can see, <laughs> you can see how many people are ahead of you. I'm not moving up because the line is moving. I'm moving up to get away from you.
0: Also, can I just point out? That the new normal of like, here's a dot and here's a dot and mm-hmm. it's nowhere near me. Yeah. I would have been fine with that pre-COVID. For sure. Like that why was an not? Im- That was like, that's like, that like one of the things that's like, was an improvement exactly. on like, okay, we have more personal because, space now. Because in this, in this
1: drugstore, you're in the aisle anyway. You're not like, it's not a separate area. Right. You're in, you're in the middle of an aisle where people are shopping. So it's like, Hey, why don't we just sit, spread out? You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. enjoy
1: it. This is great, but it felt yes. like because things have changed, this guy being behind me in what felt, would normally have been a normal position, it felt like he aggressive. was aggressive, piggybacking me. Yeah, <laughs> felt like he was on my shoulders.
0: It felt but like I didn't say it felt like he was making some kind of statement. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would think it would feel like, "What are you trying to say here?" Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't, so you just kind of like, I mean, and sometimes like, so for that. I didn't such- say that.
1: I just texted you. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I know. But the,
0: in that situation, like you're going to be out of this situation. It's a brief
1: That's what I'm thing. thinking. Right. That's, that definitely factors into it where I'm thinking like, okay, well. Power through. I'm just going to get, yeah. But then of course you don't factor it. But then because you're thinking that way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it does take <laughs> longer than you expect it to take, you're then you're like, well, I've missed the window to say, Hey buddy.
0: Yeah, because I let it go on me. for two whole minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, not long ago, and, and and that's another thing is, like, now in this new normal where we are wearing masks, like, in public and stuff, mm-hmm. that's also a hard, to me, that's another barrier of, like, how do I interact in a polite way? Yeah. Because, okay, for example, this is like, a month ago. I was, like, I went to lunch with Samantha and we were by this Albertsons and I was like, oh, I'll pop into that Albertsons, you know, mm-hmm. cause I had to get like a few items, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably more information than the story needs. It's just like, I'm trying to set like a visual, you know, like mm-hmm. a scene. So I'm running through the Albertsons and like you said, you have to kind of do the thing where you have your grocery cart and you're your spaced back into the aisle. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so I'm about to like go through the checkout and this woman comes up and she's like 90, 700, you know, I mean like she's like got her stuff and I'm like, oh man, like she shouldn't be in here. And she thought no one was in line for, and someone was in front of me Mm -hmm. with the cart and then someone was behind me with a cart and she. I mean, that's a line. And yes, and then someone was at the checkout, like past the walk through mm, yeah. of the aisles, right? Oh, yeah. So, so she did. She's like, she doesn't kind of know or see that there's like three people with buggies like backed up in the. That's
1: a shopping cart for people, not for themselves. In
0: the cracker aisle, buggies, and the and so. No, you see my buggy, and then she was like. <laughs> You old fool. It is a buggy. No, you see, how I'm pushing this buggy. What do you call it again?
1: You want me to tote my groceries around in my arms? <laughs> what do you call it again? It's called a shopping cart. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Or a cart, I guess you could shorten it to. It's a
0: buggy. <laughs> it's a buggy. People have written in about this already. The, what? Pe- the people have weighed in because this has come up on the podcast before. Remember, we did a thing about like like regional,
1: yeah isms. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a buggy. Anyway, three buggies. I'm not deep.
1: saying it's not a buggy. I'm saying <laughs> I'm just saying some people
0: might not know that term. By the way, if I ever, I think it's adorable. I by decided the way. that if I, I just this just came to me oh. that I might if I ever open a grocery store, I would call it buggies <laughs> because that is a good idea, isn't it? How are you spelling it? B u g g i e s.
1: Okay, it has to be i e s.
0: Right, because they might think it's somebody's name.
1: Yeah, and you just don't want the idea of bugs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And but then there would be like a little buggy logo with two big googly eyes, you know, and And like the G's and like two thumbs up.
1: There's got to be googly eyes and the G's.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: What about this though? Not a grocery store, but a (laughs) supermarket-themed bar called Buggies. Buggies is a good name for a bar, I think.
0: Buggies, hmm, Buggies is a good name for a bar. Oh, he's
1: out of Buggies till closing time. <laughs> I was out
0: of Buggies. They had the game on.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I was overserved at Buggies oh last night. Oh, my God.
0: The game went into extra innings at Buggies.
1: <laughs> but only at Buggies.
0: <laughs> only at Buggies. All right. So, anyway, this woman comes up. So, she didn't know there was, like, three people waiting. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, is this the line or whatever? Savage. (laughs) And the lady in front or whoever was in front of me was like, it's behind. It's like, you know, behind me and the person behind me. And I was like, oh, man, she only had like a few items. And by the way, the woman who was checking out was like her ride. Like she is her neighbor and he looked she looked after her. There was like a whole drama going on. Oh, yeah, because remember I came... Just give your neighbor the stuff. But remember I came... Yeah, you remember because I came home upset about it. Yeah, I know. I was upset by it. But the thing was, it was like, in the moment... And everyone's wearing a mask. And I've like ran through the grocery store like it's contaminated, you know? Mm. And (laughs) I couldn't be like, just go in front of me because someone was in front of me. Yeah. And then if I were to give her my spot in line, then I'd have to go behind the guy. It was like... All of this calculation was going on in my mind mm-hmm. within like a split second. And then by then, like she was in the back of the line and then it was like moving forward. But I was like, this sucked. Like, why didn't we all take care of this elderly woman?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All of this- a sudden I was complicit. I was complicit. I was Kitty Genovese in the book. Oh
1: my God.
0: I was like, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. I was like, it was like, you know, one of those things where you're just like minding your own fucking business. Mm -hmm. And then something comes up in the public and you come, you come, Face to face with it, you interact with it, yeah. yeah, 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 and you, and this is like the dumbest thing because, like, real world shit happens in front. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, think about last summer when people videotaping this or that or what, you know. But it's like I'm not always mentally quick enough or prepared enough to engage in a in a in a meaningful or valuable way. The, does that make it, sense? It
1: does because I think that situations like that because they're not like they're not life or death situations. So you you don't have like a, um, that you don't feel the urgency to like, I have to make a decision right now. It's more like- Well, that's this a good is, point. This is sad. That's it a feels, different situation. It feels bad. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. What can I do? And part of that to factor in is that in, in the old days before COVID, lines were not that way. And so you could kind of let somebody get in front of you. And also but you, now that everybody has their different- Your mouth is different covered. Different positions. And yeah. your mouth is covered. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so you're like, how do I, and I'm fine. fine, I mean, now I sound like some Karen, like anti-masker, you know what I mean? Mm. But like when you communicate with people with masks on now, you don't have the same uh, intentions anymore. You're just doing the basics. Yeah. Because it's like very hard to get.
1: This is why it's important for us to smize.
0: (laughs) I mean, because like I'm the kind of person too, like being from the South, actually just the east coast in general it's a thing it's an east coast thing i think Hmm. where you kind of like you kind of make small talk yeah as you go through the world Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean absolutely Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's way more east than west in my personal opinion
1: uh i think um i would say people do that here sometimes it depends on the place you know what i mean i do think that Back east, yeah, I, I was more accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I. When I think of places that don't do that, I think of places like
0: Oregon, know, Montana, to me or,
1: or whatever. Oh,
0: Okay, yeah, know, like a
1: or Maine. I don't know where people just keep to themselves,
0: like rugged individualism, mm-hmm. <laughs> insurrectionists. You can say it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's gone now because you go and you're making a purchase with a mask on. Mm-hmm. It's like you're getting in and getting out, yeah, do you think that is part of the breakdown of society? Maybe the mask is maybe I'm turning into an anti mask I don't think
1: you know what's so funny is like I can't believe how used to the mask I am now, like,
0: but it hasn't has it not altered your behavior in the in the um in the general general confrontation of the world
1: in some ways, yeah, but I don't think in any way that is super. Meaningful. I mean, I will sometimes say, I
0: like it. A, a
1: weird thing that, <laughs> that
0: the, the oh, person, certain person sure, absolutely. comes by, I'm like happy. Oh,
1: bad breath, Bobby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we were rehearsing
1: the other day for this, sh- for this show that we're doing tomorrow night. Oh
0: yeah. We got to talk about that.
1: And, um, we had a rehearsal on Tuesday
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we were like, let's keep our masks on for rehearsal. And I'm the sort of de facto director of the show since I am writing and producing it. And, so I was giving some notes and everything, but it was weird to realize I don't necessarily know what their complete performance is No, because that's I not, can't see all of
0: their face. Bad move on them. Ma- I mean, personally, as a if I were directing it, I would have said we have to take our masks. I mean, personally. That's just me. But you know what? Because we're going to be doing it without masks anyway.
1: Yes, but you also got to trust your people. You know what I mean? And this, I, I put together this team of good people. I know they're going to do a good job.
0: I know, but... Part of performance is also like if my scene partner, mm-hmm. like I can be the best actor in the world, but I still want my scene partner's juices. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like I want their energy. I want their of course. Micro, I micro expressions. You know what I'm and saying? And their microaggressions. Exactly. I want their micro
1: expressions, their microaggressions, and their microclimates.
0: Like it's, you know, like there is a connection thing. I don't know. No, of course. But it was like, oh, but also somebody had a cold.
1: They were getting over a cold. So it's like, let's be let's be abundantly cautious.
0: That makes that's a different situation.
1: Yeah. you uh, saying the show's not gonna go well.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just got added to the show. I guess we should talk about it.
1: Yes, I'm doing a show. Um as of this recording, it will be Saturday, October twenty-third, eight PM Pacific. Um, that is a sketch show that's like a sort of Twilight Zone uh vibe to it. Um it's still comedy, um, but it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I put together a great group of people. Some What's of those it people called? dropped out. I got more great people.
0: What's the name of the show? It
1: is called The Uncanny Hollow. The
0: Uncanny Hollow. And it will be live streaming
1: via dynastytypewriter.com. So no matter where you live, you can watch the show. If you can't watch it live, it'll be archived for a week for afterwards. For one week.
0: So if you go to DynastyType... You will have one week. <laughs> It's been 7 hours and 16 <laughs> days since she <you> live streamed here. <laughs> um dynastytypewriter.com will lead you to their ticket page yeah. so you can live stream it tomorrow night which if you're listening to this it depends on when you're listening to this. Yes. We're talking about October 23rd, 2021. You could be listening to this Five years from now. On. Oh my god.
1: You could you could be an alien race that discovered this podcast a million years in the future.
0: So go to dynastytypewriter.com. So I guess you had this sketch show planned. You're writing and producing it. Some actors dropped out.
1: One dropped out because of a job. Then uh I replaced that person. Another one dropped out because of a job that got hectic. And so I replaced that person. And then another person dropped out because of a family emergency.
0: Personal family stuff. And I
1: replaced that person with two people. And you're one of them.
0: Guys. <laughs> I guess um, Ricky finally put me uh. into the show.
1: <laughs> Do you know what the process was, honey? And I'll tell you. Is that I was first thinking of comedy people because it's a comedy show. And that's where I started. And then I, I was thinking... Oh well, it doesn't have to be a comedy person necessarily. It right? Because it it's, just—it's a sketch. It's it just has to be an actor. Scripted. And then I was like, "Who could I get?" And then I was like,
0: "Oh, wait a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you care to have someone who's classically trained <laughs> in the American theater? Perhaps that was one of your considerations.
1: <laughs> it was.
0: I, my dear, have tread the boards. Yes,
1: I needed someone who had trod the boards,
0: <laughs> so but I found someone
1: in my own living room. Can
0: you believe it? <laughs> it's such a darling idea. We. I'm uh, very honored. It's very anyway. W- now I've put you
1: in shows before.
0: It's true.
1: You've always been in a costume or hidden behind a screen. I know.
0: That's that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I mean, it's true. This is this is actually the kind of thing though where I could be a, a, a pinch hitter for. This is not. It's going to be great. You're it's be not great. the same as like, oh, I need someone to do stand up or I need to do An improv, improv yeah. or, or you know, sing with this eight piece band or yeah. whatever. So it did make some sense. Mm-hmm. However, I did just get the pages. Mm-hmm. So there's <laughs> a lot of like frenetic energy that mm-hmm. has been fueling this week. Right. That was not, I mean, there's other things going, like I got, I have like two auditions due over the, we, I, what was funny is I did audition for a, I think it was like an insurance commercial last week. And Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, I did like a blue jeans, blue jeans, (laughs) blue uh, blue Janies. So I had my little curtain Mm -hmm. up and I was like, well, certainly I'll get a call back. I leave the curtain up. Guess what, guys? <laughs> <laughs> then I put the curtain away. I swear to God. You know what? Put the curtain away. You got to put the curtain away. Always put the curtain away. If
1: there's, if there's anything I can impart to any of you listening tonight, put
0: it's that put, sometimes you have away. to
1: put the curtain away. So
0: you put the curtain away and then you get like a bunch of like it rains auditions. <laughs> like I'm serious. So, yeah, so there was stuff going on and whatever. It was a week
1: of anxiety and exhaustion.
0: It was. But you know what? We're very grateful because, you know, obviously, you know, we're healthy. We got our boosters. And there's all kinds of weird shit going on. Do you believe in that Mercury and retro whatever shit? uh, Look,
1: I, I, I don't... Who knows, right? I don't know. I don't know how much that actually affects us. I get that if the moon can affect the tides, then it's not wild to think that there are things that can affect no, people course. that are made of, of, mostly of water. Of course right?
0: that I, I agree with that, but I don't, I, I don't, agree with that. I but I, I never but, think about it, but can people, but I, I 100% agree with all of that, with the solar flares and the moon tides or whatever, <laughs> the, whatever. But the idea that anyone can read into it what it means or what mm. it does yeah doesn't ring true to me like there's no science there might be some like studies where it's like oh more computers break down or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. yeah but like that's not to me that's not conclusive is that bad to say
1: no i don't well i don't think so and i think that like now i feel like i'm in this place that i've never been before where I, and this is not even just an internet thing because the internet's been around for a while now. We've been on Twitter and social shit for, you know, a few decades, a couple of decades now. It's that I'm seeing so much like horoscope talk, like talk about signs and like, well, this is just classic chaotic Scorpio behavior or whatever. <laughs> and it's like,
0: I'm a Scorpio. Everyone's, <laughs> pe- like, I see so
1: many people saying stuff like this. Yeah. I'm like, what is everyone talking about? I don't, it, it feels like it's so accepted now, and I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to. I'm not I, trying to. Hold on a second. I'm not trying to poo-poo this. I'm not trying to like talk you out of the thing that means something to you. If you're listening to this, I'm not trying to be like just a curmudgeon. It's not something that I ever p- placed any stock in. But now I feel like it's. Is it becoming th- what we all believe
0: now? I don't know. I mean, I just. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. All right. Because also, there's like religion and stuff. So it's like, to me, it's like all in the same bag, right? I you know. Just but, believe what you believe. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. I, I just,
1: I feel like I noticed an uptick. In I don't know what I believe. Talk. You know
0: what I believe in? I believe in humanity and the human condition. Mm-hmm. That is my belief system. Right. Like, I believe. That human behavior is the thing that we should put the stock in. Does that make sense? I just believe in me. <laughs> Jenny and me. Okay, we got to take a break. some ads. Do, Do you believe, believe in, in magic? magic spoon. spoon! Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But... I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. I remember (laughs) when you did that. (laughs) Isn't that funny? We're all trying to eat better. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. (laughs) (laughs) Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. And it's amazing as a midnight snack right before bed. (laughs) Okay. It has zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. Are you kidding me? It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free and low carb. Okay. You could build your own box right now. Available flavors to build your own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream and maple waffle. Cookies and cream and maple waffle are very popular. That's and, what we call each other. And they've been back permanently. Yes. I'm cookies and cream. I'm maple waffle. These are amazing, great flavors that I think are so delicious, but also healthy. So, so good for a guiltless midnight snack. I mean, personally, it's more like an 8.30 p.m. snack for me because I fall asleep so early. so go to magic spoon.com slash homekins to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today and be sure to use our promo code homekins at checkout to save five dollars off your order they're so confident in their product that it's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it they'll refund you your money So remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash homekins and use the code homekins to save $5 off. Thank Thank you, Magic Spoon. Spoon.
1: Hello. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Therapy can help you. It helped me a great deal. I am not exaggerating when I say therapy made my life Good. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Homekins, that's BetterHelp.com slash H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for our podcast listeners, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. That's BetterHelp.com slash Homekins.
0: Speaking of feeling good, what could possibly help you feel your best? Well, let me tell you guys. Feels CBD. It's a beautiful tincture. So if you've ever been impacted by aches and pains, nervousness or sleeplessness, you can find relief without hangover or addiction. They spent over a year working with a community of farmers and extractors to craft a high-quality CBD oil that's consistent from batch to batch. Each bottle contains 100% premium full spectrum hemp extract and USDA organic MCT oil for maximum efficacy. So you can join their monthly membership program. CBD is an abbreviation for cannabidiol oil. Cannabidiol?
1: <laughs> well, just use CBD.
0: Just say CBD. They have all these compounds from the hemp plant. So, they have all these wonderful different products. The Flight... You can get a 600 milligram, a 1200 milligram, a 2400 milligram. What's so beautiful about it though is it comes in this amazing, beautiful packaging. I'm not kidding. It's this tincture and I use feel CBD because they sent us a beautiful array of their products and you just kind of stick it under your tongue. You allow it to take effect and it just kind of takes the edge off. So I think feel CBD is the perfect perfect way to introduce yourself to something mild and effective that will make you feel better. So please go to feels.com, F-E-A-L-S.com and use our promo code, Homekins. Use our promo code Homekins at feels.com. F-E-A-L-S.com. Promo code Homekins for a great deal specifically for our listeners who want to try Feels CBD. Also, I know I said this before and I'm going to say it again. I think it would make a great gift because it's, it's beautiful. It's small. You can carry it in your purse and it's just like a nice sentiment. All right. Thank you, feels. All right. One more sponsor for this wonderful October only episode. It's Green Chef, guys. Green Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle, keto, paleo, plant-powered diets, or if you just want to have delicious balanced dishes. So. Their expert chefs curate every recipe with over 30 meal choices every week. It is a meal subscription plan where they will send you like partially prepped meals with these beautiful recipe cards. It's basically good if, number one, you don't want to think about your meal planning. It takes the sort of like the work out of it. Number two, if you're kind of new to cooking, what do you think? What do you like about Green Chef Paul? Let me tell you something.
1: They enclose those cards with the recipes on them and they have a picture of what the food is supposed to look like. (laughs) Then when you make the food, it looks like the picture and it's very exciting.
0: I kind of do a thing where I like plate my Green Chef meal next to the recipe card photo and then I take a little photo for myself. It's just kind of satisfying. It's astonishing. They're the first USDA certified organic meal kit. So you can enjoy handpicked organic veggies and premium proteins without having to worry about where they came from. So personally, I... I've had a lot of Green Chef meals because they've been sort of an early adopter of STF homekins, And I'm not going to lie. I think the food is delicious. And I'm kind of like a food snob. Like I'm a little foodie. Like I like to cook. I like to cook everything myself and plan everything myself and read cookbooks myself. But then when this comes, it's kind of a surprise and it adds a little variation in my life. And every single time it's a it's a really solid and delicious meal. Cuckoo even Hi, Cuckoo. loves it. So please go to com slash homekins one two five and use home homekins one two five to get $125 off, including free shipping. Um, I think that's a really good deal. So I would take advantage of it. GreenChef.com slash Humpkins125. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. So thank you, Green Chef. Well, we're back. We're back. Thanks for thanks for hanging in with us, guys. Thanks for joining us for our solo October. Soloct- what? Solo, I was going to say solo October. October episode or hmm. octo oct solo solo October So October.
1: Hmm. hmm. We'll get there. We'll figure it
0: out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> One tober. One. October October No, we'll we'll figure. Anyway, by the we'll figure it out. Thanks for hanging in with us, guys. We we've we are grateful to have the stay of homekins universe. As part of our the lives. Expand
1: its Day of Humphins universe.
0: <laughs> we love kinship goods. We've got our, our great products. We've got We've so got many, you all. Got so many listeners and and we feel connected. Things are changing because I don't know. We can't really when does the pandemic just become endemic? Yeah. And when does that happen? I know. I know. It I kind of does. It's already maybe happening in America. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know it's such a we were talking about the the incident on that set with Alec Baldwin and the gun, and
0: yeah, we sort of we didn't talk about it in the first half because
1: we were having fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's the thing, so if you're if you're not up to date, there was well a couple of things have been going on, one, there was pressure to strike in the Yahtzee Union, which we talked about on a previous episode, by mm-hmm. the way. And then they averted, supposedly, the strike because they had struck some kind of deal that they're going to bring to the membership.
1: The, the, the noise the we're hearing minute. is that the deal is not great.
0: So, the, so uh, just really quick, though, like in terms of how like this Union Guild stuff works, mm. something I've learned... Being in SAG. I'm not in Yahtzee and I'm not in WGA or DGA or anything. I'm only in SAG and actors' equity. Actors' equity. However, um, the way that these contract negotiations work, if you want to bring certain concerns to the table, unfortunately, you got to get in there like months before the contract. Expires, yeah. and, and
1: you, this is this is not to blame. No, I'm not blaming me anyone. No, I'm. I'm not, I know you're not. This I'm saying, is a process. I'm saying to the to the listeners. This is a process
0: argument. It's yeah. that
1: you. The thing about unions is, you have representatives, and the idea is they're supposed to look out for your interests. It seemed like, of course, everyone knows if you are the if you are the Yahtzee representative that's dealing with the producers with the producers, right? Yes. Of course, you. Everyone assumes you would know. But they don't know. No.
0: And it's like... So what happens... The issues
1: are very clear. They're very clear. So
0: six... Like at least six months before they have these meetings. At least in SAC. Mm. So they'll have these meetings. And if you have a concern, you need to attend all of these meetings and get it like sort of on the table before they go in to the... Negotiations. Now, the, the sort of challenges, at least in SAG, and I think it probably is true for Yats, Yatsi, is that the membership is heterogeneous. So there could be a faction of the membership that is concerned about this one thing. Like, I'm just going to use SAG as like a example. Like, there might be stunt, like a group of stunt people who worry about one thing. But me as like an actor, I don't know anything about what they do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. what I do is very different. Mm-hmm. Or as if I'm a background actor, that's totally different than like a principal. Like Tom Cruise is not the same as when I was a background actor on Friends. So my concerns are different than him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So So like you've got this sort of heterogeneous body that has different... Needs and this
1: is sexy. <laughs> this is Ooh, you got the
0: heterogeneous body is so, like different. The, needs. the noisiest and the most organized mm-hmm. is going to be the one that gets their issue. So, so I think what ha- this is just me sort of like on the sidelines guessing what happened with the Yahtzee negotiations is they went in and when they started negotiating this contract that's when people got noisy mm-hmm. and when, and people should have been noisy before it's not that they should have been that you're right, it's that
1: they needed to be
0: right. That's what I meant. Yeah. They, they needed to be noisy earlier mm-hmm. because what happened was, I mean, this is me just on the sidelines and someone's going to probably be like, no, Janie, this is what happened. You're fucking talking out of your asshole.
1: But you know what? If you, if you know more, let us know because I would like to know, you know, like there's, there's, yes. Sources that we have, of course, that people that we know, and there's and-
0: varying information online. To be yeah. honest, um, one of the things I kind of went deep in this comment section. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the the workers had authorized this strike, and the strike was going to hobble the entire industry because they're the backbone of the industry.
1: Nothing. If if you don't have a crew, nothing gets done.
0: Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And and there's more in that membership than there are say in like the writer's guild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the right and like things have already been written. So like they could go on strike and think whatever. Yeah. So I saw someone say that the industry and I tweeted this already. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm gonna spread it anyway, because I'm gonna tell you why. To me it rang true <laughs> personally that the big time streamers were prepared to go on strike because it would hobble the smaller burgeoning streamers. Mm -hmm. Now, if those smaller burgeoning streamers couldn't weather a strike, they could then swoop in and buy them for cheap. Yeah. So they wipe out their competition so they're, like, they could become like a monopoly.
1: Yeah. And that sounds entirely plausible.
0: And they were prepared to go three months. Mm-hmm. And apparently the strike fund for the Yahtzee cr- group was only funded for one month. Mm-hmm. Which is still is dev- Like one month is yeah. devastating. So anyway, like there's all of these mash. My point is there's all of these machinations at play and it's not so simple as sometimes you see distilled in a tweet yeah. where it's like, we want this and they're not giving us this. And it's like, well, they might not be giving you this because they have this other agenda. Or the reason that that's not even being negotiated is because it wasn't even brought to the table in yeah. time. or well, whatever. So people were like this this deal is trash and who knows if they're going to, cause they have to vote on it. Yeah. They have to accept it. Yes. So in the, it just so happens in the wake of this climate Mm -hmm. that we're in, in the industry where we live and work and, or try to work, Mm -hmm. (laughs) work sometimes when (laughs) we're lucky. This tragic accident happened and it is, it is the talk of the town. People have been shook. People, we are, we're shook. That uh, There was a movie being shot in New Mexico. Um, they were cutting. This is the what we're seeing online, mm-hmm. is that they were cutting corners. Yeah. Is that they were cutting corners with a crew and they had a to less experienced crew. They were working too many hours, you know, and it was a way...
1: Par for the course. Par for the course. Working too many hours is part for the course. And
0: by the way, this is a this is something that stars Alec Baldwin, who is like a huge star in my opinion. And he's also a producer on the film. Yes. And sometimes you're a producer on something and that's like a name only thing. Like you're not really But
1: not with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> True. But... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's gonna be he's gonna be. Also, involved in I
0: this. worked with Alec Baldwin once on a commercial, yes. so I can speak to this a little bit. Yeah. He's a very much an alpha male.
1: Yeah, he was not a producer on that commercial. He just walked in really? and told Really? Because everybody... he acted like... Exactly. That, that's <laughs> what I'm
0: saying. Guy gave me a line reading. Gotta say, but, he but, was okay. right.
1: Before before we get too far into this, uh, we're not trying to necessarily blame Alec Baldwin. I don't know how much he was involved in the hiring of the crew, but they hired um, someone who is the armorer, and that's the person that... No, they didn't. They didn't have an We armor. don't even
0: know. But They didn't
1: have an armorer. But we don't they even just know. Had pro- they, they had a props person who's a non-union props person who apparently didn't know what they were doing.
0: And it's a Western, by the way. Yeah. It's like a, a period Western where there's a lot of guns. Yes. And for some reason, there was a prop gun that was being utilized in a shot, and it had a live round in it, and there was a fatality on the set. Yeah. And, and an injury
1: it's like so this person puts this gun in a rack that's that that means these, these this is ready to use and so then the assistant director who i just found out today is somebody that i know
0: which this is a this is a traumatizing situation not just for the
1: yeah people for who, who
0: lost somebody but for like for everyone in every, the wor-
1: there's so much trauma surrounding this if you
0: this. were at a workplace and you saw some if you were at your just imagine if you were at your workplace and you saw someone be accidentally killed in front of your eyes because of a series of decisions around you, it would be it would be it, it would be a big deal. Yeah. So my
1: friend whom I've worked with for a few years, great guy, hands this gun to Alec Baldwin and says to him it's a cold gun, meaning it's ready to go, it's not dangerous, you can use this gun. The
0: because chi- he believed it was a cold gun. I mean that yeah, like, of course. there was no yeah.
1: Of course. The the thing about the thing about film production, it's one of those film and TV, it's one of those jobs. It's one of those those industries where everybody's job is equally important. You can't they're not just cogs. It's like everybody has to be good at what they're doing. Because without this person, that person, whatever, it all falls apart. It's not good. So you it's have a symfo- to. Have,
0: it's like a symphony. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. Everybody's working together, and everybody's important. Everybody's job. The guy who's holding the guy who's holding the boom. The guy who is uh, screwing in the C stands. Like everybody, everybody is important. And if somebody doesn't know what they're doing, it fucks everything up.
0: And this There's is, a lot of equipment all the time.
1: Yeah. And this is the most extreme example of that. Where somebody's dead, they leave behind a family, a child. The rest of the people are traumatized forever. Forever. Alec Baldwin, my friend, everybody on that set. It is
0: the most... First of all... Even this, this poor idiot who didn't know what they were doing and put a live round in a gun. I know. Personally, I'm traumatized just by the idea of it. And every single person I know it's all we've been talking about for the past like 12 hours because it is so horrendous. It's horrendous. And to me, it's this larger thing of like commerce, this cold entity of commerce infusing and infecting everything underneath it in a way that is completely negligent and devoid of humanity, because they don't care.
1: They don't care.
0: But here's the thing, and this is the unfortunate thing: is they need to fucking care. They need to fucking care.
1: The only, I mean, I don't know how to make them care. I think, I, I think, first of all, a Yahtzee should strike, and they should well, strike. Well, that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering now strike for because a
0: long time. this is, the, to me, this, this is now veered into something so emotional and traumatizing and that it's no, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to It's happen. the most horrific possible
1: illustration of why these people are important and why the union is important and why they need to be taken care of. But
0: okay. So it's, yeah. So anyway, we were talking about that on the break. That's why when we yeah. came back, we were a little bit like, it's, it's just so confusing In a way, because there are so many things now that happen that are so avoidable. Well, here's my thing. And I feel so powerless. I mean, I know we all kind of feel this way, right? What was your thing? Sorry, I didn't mean to be...
1: No, no, no. I I tweeted this, and I I don't understand why, with all of the movie magic at our disposal,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. there ever has to be such a thing on a set... On a on a, a, a make pretend world, as a gun that has the capability of killing someone,
0: I'm going to sound kind of like a Karen for a second. I don't understand our obsession with violence and entertainment. Okay, that's sorry. a whole other thing. By the way, I loved Squid Game. I, I was going yeah, to recommend that. I on love the end. nobody. You
1: know, like <laughs> really. it's like
0: I mean, I know, don't know. That's that's
1: a whole other thing, but.
0: But sometimes there's just like bland... There's just like bland... uh, Yeah,
1: it's just like... Yes. Blanket. To me, though, the idea of a a gun that can can actually do damage... I did this fucking sketch show. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer presents the sketch
0: show. Should we say what you secretly call it? No.
1: (laughs) There was a sketch where, you know, one of our typically corny sketches where two guys are fighting over who's going to pick up the check and it escalates into they pull guns on each other.
0: That sounds like a Lebanese family. (laughs) So
1: we're doing the sketch. And right before we shoot, this guy comes up with a case with two guns in it. Yeah. And we have this whole big instruction, you know, lecture of like, here's what you do. The guy's like really serious and looking at us and like, Sure. Well, we're not firing these guns. Yeah. Why aren't these just rubber guns? Who gives a fuck? What? What are we doing? What? Now I'm supposed
0: to point this gun at this guy's in this guy's face? So you weren't actually firing the gun, no. and they had like weird mechanical guns. They had a
1: real. It was a gun that was capable of firing around. But that's so fucking stupid. Why? That's stupid. So as shit. so okay, start there and say like that's stupid, and then it's like. Well, with the, cap- the technological capabilities that we have now, why are any guns capable of doing that? Why yeah. are not all guns made out of fucking plastic? Why aren't they all rubber? Why aren't they all wood? Like, you can make a realistic-looking gun, make it recoil, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it looks like a real thing. And then you put in the muzzle flashes and all that shit later. Yeah, you know? I get it. And it's like, oh, that's so expensive. Now, I, So I posted that online.
0: It's not then expensive, get, though.
1: That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting. People it's are like,
0: talking about that.
1: Exactly. And they're saying, you can do that easy.
0: Easy, you know what I think happens sometimes in this industry, and maybe I'm wrong, probably I'm wrong, (laughs) is things that are done like there are certain little corners of the industry that are done a certain way, Mm -hmm. like they've been done that way since like the 40s, yeah, yes, and since you know, cowboy movies, but then they've like they justify. A, a corner of the industry mm-hmm. and no one wants to take no one wants to take that job away does it make sense but
1: it's about converting that job into something else i agree with that you know i agree with that and look i mean
0: i'm not trying to put any that's not totally true armors. for every that's not totally true for every single thing though because like, but it's true for this thing. For, truth, it's for true, it's th- true for this thing,
1: and that's all I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, that's You true. know, I'm not.
1: I'm not yelling at you. I'm like I,
0: because like I we, got, because there was also a guy, people could 3D print a real gun. We can't 3D fucking print a exactly. fake fucking
1: gun. There was a guy that wrote back to me. And was like, yeah, you know, I just I. I think it's sad, but, um, you know, I, I just care, butt. I just care too much about, you know, extreme realism in movies. And it's like, fucking go be in are documentaries you then.
0: Are you joking It's me? made up. Ah, it's Wait, all fake. Are you for real? Someone t- tweeted you yes. that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to have a moment. I'm sorry. And I don't <laughs> I know if this lie. guy
1: works in the industry or if he is just a fan of movies, but he felt he's like. He's a troll. No, he wasn't being a troll. I think he wasn't a being a troll. I'll show you. I'll show you the exchange. Believe me, I know I when somebody's trolling me. <laughs> they don't, they're not subtle.
0: I don't know why that makes me, like, have this... I'm having, like, he's, such an extreme
1: He's proving man. how absurd it is. This is exactly how absurd it is. There's no need... Just because people are not dying every time a movie is shot, it's happened a number of times where people... There, there were people that yeah. were killed by blank guns. You know, it was yeah. it was Brandon Lee. It was that that guy, John Eric Hexum, on that TV show. Like as a joke, put a gun up to his head and shot I, like a the wad of whatever's it. in a blank into his skull. It it's broke upsetting. his
0: skull. Uh, and it's I like, it's why upsetting. is that a thing? That shouldn't be a thing. It's upsetting. It's just it's it's upsetting. Yeah, this is something that's going. I don't know if people understand outside the industry. They probably do, but this is like rocking our industry right now. Like this is something that has reverberated in a way because it's so interconnected to this larger thing, I think. Yeah. But also a life was lost, a young, a young talented when anyone young and talented. I mean, and another thing, I mean, I don't, I'm this, this woman was Ukrainian. Like she's, It was a woman, you know. People are trying to celebrate women in this industry and like put more women in. I don't know. There were so many layers of it that are so disturbing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be because this is a make believe thing, but people, I don't know. And something I don't know, I notice online. I don't know. Twitter is such a toxic place, but I guess people want to go after. Alec Baldwin specifically because he was like a Trump impersonator.
1: Oh, like right-wing people, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. They of wanted, course.
0: They actually are calling for him to be charged with manslaughter. <sighs> Did you not see that?
1: No, I didn't see that. Jesus Christ.
0: I'm like, stay in your lane, people. Stay in your lane a little bit because this is not a situation like that.
1: No, and they know it's not. They know it's not you think? Yeah. They know it's not. It's they're just being cruel. That's all it is.
0: That's all it is. Speaking of right wing, something that kind of tickled me a little bit today. I guess like um uh you know the guy that was the president before, we don't have to say his name, the former guy. Yeah. Um so he like started his own facebook uh, or parlor or whatever yeah, yes. and like literally within like five seconds like i think anonymous hacked it
1: yeah which it got hacked so
0: yeah.
1: it collapsed it's, it's done yeah
0: wait is not that, isn't that done forever probably right
1: mm, i don't know yeah they'll probably try it again they'll probably try to you know they'll probably think why does it, right? that
0: make me i don't know i just thought it was kind of no, funny of course
1: it's hilarious but that to them is like a tragedy
0: who? You know what I mean? To the right-wing to people? To those
1: people. But that, you know, they can... Because Alec Baldwin did a terrible Donald Trump impression, now these people are going to be that cruel. Like, look, I, I, you don't have to be an Alec Baldwin fan to feel terribly for him. This is going to yeah. haunt him for the rest of his life.
0: Guess what? Yeah. Of course it is. It's terrible.
1: Of course. Mean- have To have that put on you. You know what I mean? It's, it's.
0: I don't think people understand that when you're when you're making a piece of art like that, like you're so you're kind of like enamored with your director. You're enamored with your DP. You know what I mean? Like you're not. This isn't like this is someone that you're working with daily in a mm-hmm. way that is. I don't know. It's this weird, intimate relationship. It's the does cliche that make sense? of the
1: family. And it, but it really is true. Like you,
0: you like work. They with the probably same... even looked at different reels of different yes, DPs. Of and they were like, this woman is amazing. And yeah. we want her yeah. specifically for this project because this, maybe she does like big, wide, vast Western, mm-hmm. like, scenery a certain yeah. way or something like that. Or the director specifically has worked with her on a different project yeah. where he's like, she understands my vision on things. Like there are, there's so much that goes into these creative projects that are not just like who's available when
1: you don't just show up and see you meet people for the first time. Exactly. You know what I mean, it's like,
0: if there's a process, yeah, there's, there's a like, process. there's a process. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a fucking big deal. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I speak out of I, I speak out of turn a little bit because I'm not. I'm not a powerful per- person in Hollywood. I don't. You know, I don't really understand the union stu- stuff. I'm trying to learn a little bit about more about yeah, it. Yeah, I
1: think we're all trying to educate ourselves more about it.
0: The union stuff is a is is interesting to me in a way because I see when these negotiations happen. Uh. It's very hard to unify a voice of something, Mm -hmm. especially if it covers a lot of different corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing about
1: this particular union is that the issues are very well known and it's surprising that that contract was not Better, that that deal was not better. But can I
0: say something interesting about that too?
1: It better be interesting. Is
0: that I didn't even understand that the Yahtzee Union had all of these different locals Mm -hmm. and different contracts. Right. So like I read an article about how some of the contracts in LA, like I think they were like HBO and some others, you got to look it up on Variety because I'm messing Mm -hmm. this up. They were working under a different contract that expired a year later. Mm -hmm. They had the same concerns, but they weren't necessarily going to be impacted by this particular negotiation in this moment until like a year later when they went up to bat.
1: That was wild to find that out. So
0: I didn't understand that they had this sort of fractured, like I'm in SAG Mm -hmm. and it's not, so even though it's heterogeneous, mm-hmm. it's less fractured. Like the yeah. contracts come up mm-hmm. and then they negotiate them. Although they are fractured in the sense that it's like VO versus commercial versus yes. on camera, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But not necessarily like, oh, this region of the country is operating under, this little corner of the country is operating under this contract. Right. This little corner of the industry is operating under... It seemed kind of—is that by design to keep them off their toes?
1: I don't know, but I would say that, uh, as you said earlier, they all have the same concerns.
0: They really do,
1: and this—they're—they're they're very simple. It's like, <gasps> but few it's gonna hours. be different
0: people negotiating. For I know,
1: you. but what everybody wants in this union, no matter what local they are, they want shorter hours and more money.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, the shorter hours to me is almost like more imperative than the more money because the more money is almost triggered in an automatic way. Mm-hmm. But the shorter hours thing is not.
1: How is the more money triggered in an automatic because way? Because
0: there's like this percentage per year per year. You'll be percentage, working longer
1: because no, the, the, the days more, aren't going to be. Well,
0: the more money. No, the more money thing apparently was like. Well, I don't understand it exactly, well, they but it's like it's shit. like 3% this year raised 3% yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's already like kind of like a standardized expectation whereas the hourly thing like they want like a 12 out of 12 they like 12 and 12 as mm-hmm. opposed to I don't yeah. understand the numbers but whatever. So the, the fact able that they like have a life,
1: you know. They don't they don't want to like be So tired that they're getting in car accidents. To me,
0: it's a similar thing as like airline pilots, right? Mm -hmm. Because like airline pilots are doing something kind of dangerous, Mm -hmm. and they complain sometimes, like we need this turn, this amount of turnaround, or this, you know, for for safety. And they don't look at it like that. Yeah, they look at it as like it's so interchangeable, like monkeys. Of course, like monkeys can carry carry bundles of wires from one side of a set. To another. Time equals
1: money. If we save time, that means we're saving money. And so, you know, who cares? They, they can't. Anyway. Okay. This this really took a turn. Do we have any recommendations?
0: Well, I mentioned Squid Game and there's a lot of gun stuff in that. Squid
1: Game was so good.
0: There's a there. Can I just say that there is violence in it though?
1: Yeah. If, oh, if you don't know. By
0: the way, we had to kind of mention that we were doing these watch-alongs in all of October. We have a new one coming out.
1: And when is it coming out?
0: Midnight tonight. Although midnight I think it tonight. came out. Min- I think it came out already on because I set it for midnight. Yeah, but I think it must have come out on midnight on the
1: on the east, east coast
0: because I didn't look at the timing. Well,
1: no, nine a.m. would be nine p.m. would be their midnight.
0: But here. it's not my midnight yet. I mean, it's not nine p.m. yet here.
1: Right. So did you set it for nine p.m. Oh, Pacific.
0: I thought I set it for 12 a.m. Pacific. Okay. But for some reason, I got an email that was like, your thing is going, I don't know what it is.
1: publishing or that it's...
0: Oh, maybe you're who right.
1: Cares? Look, it's up there.
0: We fucking did these watch-alongs, you guys. We So
1: far, we have done. We started with The Sixth Sense. We did Candyman. We did, uh, what was the third one?
0: The vampire thing with the David The Barry
1: hunger. <laughs> the killer. hunger. And now the fourth one we'll is... We'll just say it. 20 28 Days, days later. later. Very fun to revisit this movie, which I had not seen since it came out.
0: You liked it a little bit more than I did, I think.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably true.
0: But I really Can I just it. say that... um, So people are like, oh, some some people are like, oh, I want these watch-alongs. You're making us buy these movies, okay? First of all, number one, we haven't we don't buy the movies personally.
1: Yes, don't buy the movies. It, so we some, did rent our, a couple of the movies.
0: I think we rented a few. Some of them were on streamers that we already had a relationship with. Yeah, a credit card relationship with, and then some of the like. So here's the problem, you guys. So some of our listeners are lovely and they're like, oh my gosh, I went to the library and I got the thing, you know. But we don't understand like where you live in the world. That's true. So like if you're in Canada, you might get the thing on this streamer and not that streamer.
1: Yeah. So you can't just, complain
0: at us about this. No. well,
1: uh, No, here's the thing. You can complain about us, uh, about it to us, but uh, you know, really? there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Um, okay. We just, we found these movies. We tried to pick movies that were you know, available, large. and good, and
0: but large in the looming of the October, yeah, 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 yeah. October verse. Yeah,
1: because look, we looked at a lot of movies that were not good, that were, trash. They were extremely available, trash, Um, trash. So yeah, we're sorry if if it's not if something's not available in your area, but also these things are evergreen, and maybe this maybe Halloween, three
0: months from now, yeah,
1: exactly. The exactly. hunger
0: might be on your fucking canopy. Maybe something will
1: will deliver it to you.
0: My point is this: we have a this is October watch along month. In addition to our solo October (laughs) solo October one, what did Mm -hmm. you say?
1: Uh, It doesn't matter.
0: So and um, so I was going to recommend Squid Game, but also I started watching Dopesick on Hulu. Oh yeah! Can I just say, it's disturbing. It's real and it might be necessary viewing. That's all I'm going to say.
1: If you would like to continue the rage you felt at that uh, Sackler documentary. (laughs) uh, The Crime
0: of the Century. The
1: Crime of the Century. uh, Roll right on into Dope Sick and keep up the rage.
0: What are your recommendations, Paul?
1: Man, I don't know. I'm I'm finishing a book, uh, The Good Lord Bird by Jim McBride.
0: Do you like
1: um, the book? I really like the book a lot. Yeah. Have
0: you read anything by this writer? No, before? I don't think
1: so. I don't think I think it's my first book. That and I've is read of the this. book
0: a fictional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know there was like some series on Showtime about it or something, or
1: yes, yeah, so that's an adaptation of the book. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it's just a fictional.
1: Yes, it's a fictionalized um, uh, retelling of the the John Brown story, the abolitionist John Brown, um, and it's a it's a terrific book. And I'm going to check out more. Uh, Jim McBride books.
0: Somehow I started this Seth Rogen memoir. Oh, you know, did you really? You know, I love my Hollywood memoirs. Sure. Okay. But personally for me, mm-hmm. a prerequisite is like a bad parent. There has to be a bad parent in there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like sort of like a requirement before you even get the publishing contract. Are you saying Seth didn't have a bad parent? No.
1: Oh, Seth, big mistake.
0: Not a bad parent. Big mistake. He had like a good he had like good parents. Mm. Um, but I had to say, came around because it's funny. There you go. I and I don't like funny.
1: <laughs> you famously don't like funny.
0: For a memoir, I want like drama. What
1: about rye? Do you like somebody being rye?
0: I'd say he's above Rye. He's like he's like in David Sedaris' land.
1: Wow, okay. Maybe I'll check this book out.
0: By the way, your name is in the book.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah, you showed me that.
0: I was like falling asleep and I was reading it and he was talking about stand-up and he mentions Paul. And I was like, I pushed on Paul and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, wake up, you're like in this book.
1: <laughs> wake up, you're in a book.
0: And he was like, uh-huh. Oh, He was like less impressed than I was. Did you find yourself the next day?
1: It disappeared.
0: You forgot. (laughs) Well, you forgot. I don't know much about Seth Rogen. This was like actually kind of like. Do you know why he and I were
1: co-stars in the movie Anchorman?
0: Wait, what? Did you have a scene with him? You didn't, though. I. (laughs) Your scene was like with a cat. I thought yes.
1: I am the MC of the cat fashion show, but he's there as the cameraman. With Christina Applegate. What? And that's when I met him, yeah. Really? Yes.
0: So, like, if we passed him on the street and you were like, Seth, he would be like, hey, man. Hey, Paul. I think so,
1: yeah. And, you know, I've interviewed him and stuff, and yeah. I I, I hope so.
0: I kind of, like, I don't know. (laughs) he
1: (laughs) doesn't?
0: No, he does. I, I feel like I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> much about him other than just like whatever but I kind of fell in the reason I kind of fell into his memoir is because he made this statement on Twitter or no, it wasn't on Twitter it just was I found it on Twitter about how him and his wife are kind of like happily child free and mm-hmm. they don't want to be like uh silent about it or something mm-hmm. like their whole thing is like
1: they don't want to pretend that
0: it's not great or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they and, don't enjoy their lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I was like, I, there was a like the feminist side of me mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, this is so interesting that a man is saying this mm-hmm. in the universe. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I started following him on Twitter after that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that long ago. And then I was like, oh, he, oh, I think I'm hearing about this because he has this new book. And so, I ended up kind of just vaguely interested in it. And then I fell into it and I was like, he's a very funny storyteller. Also, by the way, he's very into drugs. Yeah, Did honey, you know that?
1: Yeah, honey.
0: Oh, is that a thing?
1: Yes. Uh, oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> really? He has like a, a line of like pot accessories. Really? Yeah. Because he was like, why can't these things be nice? And so he makes, like, what? nice bongs and stuff. Stop <laughs> and it. Fives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- He's very into pottery. Pottery? Yeah.
0: But he, he is- likes he
1: likes, to, he likes to sculpt and... Wait,
0: what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm almost at the end of the book and that hasn't come up.
1: Maybe he just likes to keep that to himself.
0: But here's the thing, too. Also, there's, like, another element of it where it's not just pot. It's, like... Mushrooms, ecstasy, and asset. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. What do you mean that's okay? I mean, like, you knew that?
1: I I didn't know that. This isn't like a shocking revelation. That's not surprising. I knew it was a big pot. Are you saying it's
0: like not like a shocking revelation? No, that's not shocking. No. Oh, it's not? No. (laughs) Man, all right. Is it shocking to find
1: out that somebody is famously into pot is also into (laughs) mushrooms? And
0: I don't know. He seems functional. He seems so highly functional. He's not a
1: dr- <laughs> he doesn't say, like, I'm a drug addict.
0: He's not a drug addict, but I just, I don't know. If, I guess maybe I have a hang up or something because, in a way, like, I would not have associated with the funct- the functionality with. But also, I think people's brain chemistries are different. Like, if sure. I, if someone were like, oh, for one year, you have to do the amount of drugs that Seth Rogen does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: this is a great show.
0: I don't think my output would be the same as Seth Rogen's. This is like I wouldn't sh- have a me- game show. I wouldn't have a memoir. I wouldn't have eight movies. This is a fucking I wouldn't game be show. doing uh, meetings. Maybe you would. with Steven Spielberg. But maybe you would. There's no this fucking way. This is the way.
1: game
0: show. <laughs> no this is the game show. Here's way. the drugs
1: that Seth Rogen doesn't hear. No you do the same amount and see what happens.
0: My life, my makeup, my chemical. Makeup, my nervous system is not. You say
1: that now. But once we get same. you on the show, it's you versus two other people. <laughs> I'm the host.
0: This sounds like, you know what this and sounds Seth like? And Seth is like
1: a remote. He appears on a screen. It sounds like, like
0: I made a Welcome,
1: to contestants. <laughs>
0: Okay, this week you <laughs> this week you have to do like eight tabs of ecstasy and meet and, ecstasy. and you have to meet with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you have to meet with Steven Spielberg on, on ecstasy and you have to give him notes on his newest project.
1: This show has legs.
0: This show I'm telling you, is upsetting and makes me want to puke.
1: We gotta pitch this shit. We're gonna talk to Seth. All right. Um, Those thank are you my all.
0: recommendations
1: Thank you all for listening uh, We'll be back We have I'm going to tell you what
0: Please go to DynastyTypewriter.com And stream yes, our show
1: check out our show DynastyTypewriter.com The Uncanny Hollow Is the I name of the show I might fuck up
0: Because You're Paul gave me, fuck, me The pages yeah. last night You're not
1: going to fuck up <laughs> um, Yeah, thank you so much For listening We really appreciate it uh, And enjoy the watch-alongs We got one more coming After this one that I I'll can't to wait tonight. for the
0: next one To be honest Yes, if we, I'm really If forward we to commit it. to it we're no, still. We're, we'll commit to it. We're in a little bit of discussion about it. No, we're going to do it. Let's just say we're going to do it. We're doing the scariest one for the final. Okay. I
1: mean, I, I, this is a movie that Jamie has seen that I've never seen. It's a horror classic.
0: You've never seen it?
1: I've never seen it.
0: Wait. Wait.
1: You, we've what? We've discussed this. I've told you I've never seen wait. it. Wait. No, not that one.
0: I thought that was the one that no. we were talking
1: about. Uh,
0: I thought that was going to... Oh.
1: <laughs> now you remember
0: yeah yeah never mind it's not this scary well it's might be the scariest one but it's also like
1: it's a horror classic.
0: it's good yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right um we are stay of homekins at uh, Instagram and Twitter stay homekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us and I think that's it we'll be back before you know it okay we have
0: a November uh sh- we have a November stay of Homekins on the on the book. That's right. Listen, guys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Love yourselves. Love one another. You know, it's hard to connect through the mask. So true. But you can smize.
1: <laughs> but you can smize.
0: Damn, it's a smile through your eyes.
1: Um. Until we talk to you again. Stay, stay safe. safe. Stay Stay sane sane and and stay stay
0: strong. strong.